Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. I am your host, Alyssa Rogers, and today we have Mr. Tim McFeeders here. Do you know him? Probably not, but you're going to get to know him today, and it's a very exciting podcast episode for me today because it takes me back, and you're going to understand why in just a few minutes, but, you know, Tim is the newest member on the Rogers Heating and Cooling team, and he is our general manager at Rogers Heating and Cooling. You've never met a general, managers from Rod- general manager from Rogers because we've never had one. And it's just such an exciting stepping stone in the growth of Rogers. And I can't wait to dive into it with you today. You're getting an inside view of kind of where we were and where we're going and the growth that we're going to see in 2024, which we're super excited about so we can continue bringing content like this to you and continue growing the business and serving customers in our community. So thank you for being here today, Tim. I'm excited to be here. Yes. And this is kind of your introduction to the community, and I love doing this. And this is a way for them to get to know you. So I want to get to know you better as well, because you are week two at Rogers right now. And I kind of want to hear about your experience so far, but I want to start with kind of your background and what brought you to Rogers and how did you get in this seat right now? Awesome. So uh, I grew up a little all over the East Coast. I was an Air Force baby, born in Florida, spent a while there, moved up when I was a kid, a couple spots in Pennsylvania, and ended up landing in Connecticut. I uh, lived there the longest from 2000. Uh, so I was there for about 16 years. I grew up, went to high school there. Uh, when I was in high school, the town I grew up in actually didn't have a high school, so we had to apply to all the different high schools in the area. Mm-hmm. And I got, I applied and got accepted into a agritech high school. Cool. So it has FFA, lots of things. Uh, really brought me out of my shell. Had a bunch of public speaking opportunities. I got to compete on the state level, national level, on multiple teams. Uh, by far one of the best things that ever happened to me, and changed my trajectory. Yeah. Um, when I graduated, uh, I had a bunch of awards. I got FFA Member of the Year, one of the most proudest awards I'd ever received. That was my senior year. Um, all these things, but I just didn't feel like college was right for me at the time. Mm-hmm. So I had worked at a farm uh, for four years through high school, and I, the, I graduated on a Thursday. That Monday, I started there, and I just went full-time. Yeah. So worked on a farm. We raised uh, grass-fed beef, uh, pork. We did eggs and poultry. Uh, we had a meat stand on property. I would go to the farmer's markets. And it was cool. Helped me kind of grow, develop, see that I enjoyed the sales side. I liked meeting people. Uh, as we grew, liked kind of watching, helping younger people come up that were starting similar how I did. And from there, I uh, went into construction. Uh, mm-hmm. Farming always holds a special place, but at some point you need benefits and those other yeah. adulting things that yeah. tend to be important. Yeah. So I uh, moved up and started in construction. And uh, that was heavy excavation, lots of big equipment. Had my CDL when I turned 18, so I was able to utilize that. Awesome. Um, yeah, and so from there, uh, I was kind of starting and interested, and I went back to college. I ended up getting a bachelor's in business administration with a focus awesome. on international sales. So that was great. Worked through that. And then uh, a couple of years in, met now my now wife, 
uh, we were together and we decided Connecticut wasn't for us. Yep. Uh, just wanted a change. So we went on a two-week road trip through the Carolinas. Uh, we landed in Raleigh-Durham. We're like, this is pretty special. We want to be in this area. So a couple months later, um, I had proposed and packed up. And in the course of 18 months, uh, we got engaged, moved 500 miles away where we didn't <laughs> know anybody, got our first apartment, got married, uh, started new jobs, and then bought our first house. You go. That's a so lot. It was, it was <laughs> exciting. Here and half. We took a and break. you're still together. We're still together, right? <laughs> Just knock all of them out at once. Yes, yes. Yeah, and we didn't even have the wedding down here. We had the wedding in Connecticut, actually at the farm where I worked for about a mm, decade. Awesome. So that was pretty special to get to go back there. That's so cool. But yeah, so came down here and stayed in the construction and got into the trades about five years ago. Mm -hmm. I was with a company down in Durham. Uh, you know, I started there and... You know, I told him, I was like, hey, I, I know construction, I know leadership, but I don't know the trades. I don't know how to spell HVAC. We're going to have to work on that. <laughs> so they took me through. I got to do a bunch of courses and grow from there. I worked through multiple manager positions mm -hmm. up to general manager for the past few years. Mm -hmm. And then just decided looking for something new, new mm -hmm. opportunity. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about Rogers that actually caught me first is it's way closer to my house. Yeah. It's always a plus. Yeah. So I'm excited to be more in my community where I live. The company I was working at actually didn't even service where I lived. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to be back in my community where I live, being around the area, and come help Rogers grow. I'll be yeah. excited to be part of the team. Well, welcome. And welcome to the this side of the community yeah. because you're going to the other side, you know, from your house. You know, you could go right or left. And you you came this way, and we're happy to have you. And to everyone listening and watching, you know, we say general manager. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? What is a general manager, and what are you going to be doing at Rogers? Yeah, I think of the general manager as just kind of, uh, it's a title, and it can be have multiple different things. Some people yep. say ops manager, general manager. At the end of the day, it's you're the leader that makes the decisions, mm -hmm. which the challenge can be is at some point when you're over that large of an organization, not everyone's going to like your decision. When there's right. 90 people in a room, and it's just able to ask better questions, lead with facts, lead with numbers, and help support everybody, because ultimately the success is dependent on everybody else around me. I'm just mm -hmm. helping steer the ship and provide mm -hmm. some insight. And it's so apparent that you're, you're a true team player, and we've seen it already. And the team is super excited to have you here. And, you know, people may be asking, like, well, what does that mean for Alyssa and Joey? Like, are they going somewhere? And that is not the case, right? Like, as you grow, there are different, different evolutions throughout the journey of growth. And this was the next step. Because what you find when you're in business is you start out, and this is where we talk about kind of that journey of where we were and where we are now you know, when Joey and I started out on this journey in 2018, it was just us, just me and Joey trying to figure it out with a couple others. And then you grow and you get bigger and bigger and you realize that you can't serve your community and your team as much as you want to uh, by yourself. You need help with that. And so with you coming in, you're able to kind of take this look at the organization and say, like, this is where you're struggling. These are where you need help, areas that you need help in. And you're going to be able to get in and really make it what it needs to be. Yeah, it's a cool part. The organization I was a part of previously was about the size that Rogers is now yeah. when I joined them. About doubled in the five years I was with them. I know we can do it even faster. Yeah. And, Helping more people and you know, being a part of that, I've had some of those conversations. You see the people where they're concerned, they're like, we're growing, like, I don't know if I want to grow, I love what we have. And I always want to remind them and make them think about that 
if we grow, the opportunities grow. And if the opportunities grow, more people and friends in our community can have the same cool opportunity mm -hmm. that you want to hang on to mm -hmm. so bad right now. Let's share that with others. Let's go help more people in the community, not just our customer base, but people who can come work here and be part of the Rogers family. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it takes a team. We're never going to be able to accomplish all of this by <laughs> ourselves. And so bringing in people like you is just so exciting for us. I'm so excited to go into 2024. And, you know, thinking back over these last two weeks and you know what you know about Rogers because we were talking to you before you know you just we didn't just tell him to come and he showed <laughs> up so um, we definitely had many conversations but what has your experience been like so far since joining the Rogers team I've been super fortunate with all the organizations I've been a part of I've visited over a few dozen on-site location visits and hundreds of companies I interact with and I think what stands out to me most unique about Rogers is everyone's excitement to grow. The energy that you and Joey have brought to really show everybody that what the future is. It's not many trades companies you can come into that you can meet the installers at seven in the morning mm -hmm. and they wanna ask questions about growth. Mm -hmm. They're excited about growth. Mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing to have that culture, have that and have everyone on the same page, right? That's, that's the key to a good team, a common goal we're all moving towards. Yeah. And that is to me the biggest signifier of difference and special and why Roger is gonna be so successful so quickly and so sustainable with those kind of people around. Absolutely. And you know, you've met with the entire team and you're getting to know them. And so what how would you and you're going to be a face in the community. So get ready to see Tim a lot in the community and um, you probably have already seen him because you were probably at one of the parades over the weekend um, that we had in either Clarksville, South Boston or Danville. And Tim was there. So you probably yeah. have seen him and his wonderful family. So how would you describe your leadership style? I like to lead by, by example, right? You know, mm -hmm. There's nothing I'll ask them to do that I haven't done myself or I'm willing to do with them. And I'm big on the why. I mm -hmm. want to help everyone get to the point where we say, let's take that mountain. That's all you need from me because we've been working together long enough. You know how I want you to do it, the boundaries we're in, the why we're doing that, mm -hmm. you know. We have a lot of amazing, intelligent people here that don't need their hand held, and no one grows when we're giving them step-by-step -step directions. I want right. them to grow. And there's, there's multiple ways to do anything, and I don't always know the best either. There's lots of times that I learn just as much as I teach. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's so important, and being a good listener and really learning from others, and that's what we do every day. And so um, I'm excited about that too. And so let's talk about you a little bit. Let's get to know you and who you are as a person, kind of what motto you live by. Let's start with that one. Motto I live yes, by? Yes, what motto do you live by? You only have one life, do it well. I think that there's so much to unwrap with that and it can change the time, change the evolutions of life. Uh, my most recent evolution is I have a two-year-old. Yes. She was our Christmas surprise. <laughs> You know, Love it. I remember the first trip to the doctor where we learned, you know, all those special meds you take work sometimes every other time, maybe. Mm -hmm. And it was scary for me. It was a <laughs> tough time for me. It was, you know, we were married. We had a home. You know, we followed the societal traditions that it should be okay, but it was still a impending feeling of like, oh, you know, somebody's going to call me dad. That's a different mm -hmm. feeling. It is. So for me, that was my most recent evolution, getting to see her grow up. You know, seeing her at the parade oh, with all the other girls the having a blast. She's was, so cute. It was fun. It was just, it was so cool to see and see bits of me and her and see bits of my wife. I think that's one that no one can ever tell you about and you truly process till it's your own child and you share. So 
that's yeah. been cool. And just getting to see myself grow alongside her has been mm -hmm. pretty neat. And so for me, that's my most recent evolution. And another one that I've seen the past two weeks, I already feel different, right? You know, the company I came from, it was a different feeling. I, mm -hmm. I started as a service manager and I worked up. A lot of the people around me saw my growth. Mm -hmm. This is a different feeling. Mm -hmm. I'm coming in with the seat to mm -hmm. a bunch of people who haven't seen me before and how I can expose them and show them I work hard, I follow my word, things like that. So, Tell me more about that. Because I haven't even, it, it hasn't crossed my mind until this very moment. So I would love if you would share, like, how has that been coming in to a team of people that are very growth-minded and you are filling a seat that has never been at Rogers? It's a new seat at Rogers. How does that feel? It's exciting. I yeah. think it's really different. And I think it's been easier for me because it's at the organization like Rogers that everybody's so growth-minded. There's already a little bit of that understanding of the why. Mm -hmm. It was exciting to get to meet people. You know, it's not too often you can come in as senior leadership right. and have, you know, young staff members in their mm -hmm. early 20s come up to you, shake your hand, and say, I'm so excited for you to be here. Yes. Like, that's a cool feeling to be like, man, we are, we are on a course. We're going to grip it and rip it. I've heard that a couple times. <laughs> Joey, you know who says that. <laughs> grip it and rip, babe. Grip and rip. Yep. So I think that's been the most exciting part, but it's, it's just a different mindset. And I think asking questions along the way, you know, we've been working on a lot of, like, consistent communication as we grow, having those interactions. Um, some of the team knows about it, some of not. Next month, we're going to roll out coffee with Tim. Yes. So that's something I love doing that I started my previous company. Uh, when I left, there's about 90 employees. You, mm -hmm. you can't check in with 90 employees every day. Right. And it, it made me a little sad. I'm, I'm a super social person, if you haven't told, by, like, the mustache and the personality. Like, I love talking to people. I'm a character. And so it's kind of just something I like rolling out. And it's just every two months, I see every employee at least once. And it's a little skip level meeting. It's no pressure. It's really mm -hmm. not business. It's just human to human. We're all here together checking yeah. in. What can I do for you being available? And so I'm excited to get doing that and get my feet under me more, more consistent communication. Yeah. And you see this mustache, right? He mentioned <laughs> it. And I'm like, when is he going to mention this? Because I want to mention this. Isn't that the coolest thing? I mean, come on. That's awesome. That's How long did it take you? The, about as it is about a year. A year. It's the best thing that came out of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I was able to wear a mask and hide the like rough spots in between where it looks really awkward. Yes. So, yeah. yes. Well, you've gotten lots of comments on it here, so you'll always be able to find him. So yes. just if you look call for the and stash. Ask for the guy with the big mustache, they'll know. Who yes, for. yes. And so, you know, we have a lot of people that are listening that may be thinking about getting into the trades or maybe thinking about coming and having coffee with Tim and getting yeah. to know you and possibly joining our team, what advice would you give anyone that may want to make a career change and join the trades? Or Rogers, join Rogers. Join Rogers. Yeah, join Rogers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is, is go talk and ask questions. Talk to people. You know, like we talked about, I have a bachelor's degree. I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that have high school degrees and there's so many much things they're better and smarter than them. They have different experiences. I cherish my degree, it's something special, but I do look back and wonder how my life could have been different mm. if I had started in a trade, you know? And it's so powerful to me, you know, we, we talk about finance and future and all this stuff, and the biggest thing I love and why I've gotten into leadership in the trades and love what I'm doing and be a part of growing organizations is I can see their faces and I know their names and I won't embarrass them right now, but I, I know 20, 21 year olds, mid 20 year olds that are making six figures that have great 401ks mm -hmm. that have bought a house, that are financially stable to support their family, support their dreams, you know, they're fiscally able to support their community, mm -hmm. do all those wonderful things, 
and it's the trades that allows it. It's a wonderful opportunity, and it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. You can tell me what you want, but we're all going to be much older by the time they come up with a robot that's going to figure out how to change out a gas pack. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. You are so right when you say that. And, you know, I just hope that you take that as encouragement because it can be scary to leave your comfort yeah. zone in what you're doing. But when you do and you make that jump, and I don't think we talk about that enough, and Tim is going to be talking about it a lot with individuals, and we are working on some great projects already for 2024 that's really going to give you the opportunity to come in and really learn the trade. And I'm super stoked about that. Super yeah. stoked. And the, and the different atmosphere, too. You know, plenty of people I've got to meet that are in their 40s. You mm-hmm. know? The, it's very rare that you think of somebody changing career fields entirely. But I've met people, and they find so much more contentment in their life. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's never too late. Like, go find Never. Happiness. Never too late. And so, you know, you're newer to the community. You're new at Rogers. So... I want everyone to get to know you. And so I asked a few people before we started recording, like, what questions do you want me to ask Tim, (laughs) right? And so we're going to get to know you a little bit. I'm going to do a little bit of a rapid fire. How do you feel about that? Okay. So this is per Kayla. Kayla, I'm asking (laughs) Tim the question. If you could have only one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Easy. Sushi. Sushi? What? Okay, tell me, what is your sushi order? And where do you get sushi around here? You got to go to Chapel Hill. It's like an hour. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. It's a drive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I love it all. Um, I yeah. got to travel a lot. Uh, my parents were expats for about 12 years. They lived in China. They lived in Singapore. Yeah. Um, I've got to take some amazing trips and experience it. So I, I love the food. It's delicious. But I think for me, there's always a little bit of a tie back that I remember those moments. Um, I got to experience with my wife. So my wife's first time meeting my parents was in China. We had a couple of quick encounters, oh. but the first time she truly spent time with them, they had gone back, and we took three weeks, and I took her all through China. And so cool. Had to get her her passport, and yeah, you can ask her about it. It's, uh, Where's my pen? I need to like plan a trip with right? um, oh, we have a your good guidance. Itinerary. Yes. And I think that that for me, and I, I tie food back to like mm-hmm. memories and short off Trump. We were uh, touring a beautiful spot. It's called uh, the Water City. Think Venice, but in China. That's very same feeling. It's right outside of Shanghai where my parents were living. And it was like this cold, rainy day. And it's one of those that it's so beautiful and you don't want to miss it. But you're like, I really want to go back to bed. And they had these three lovely old ladies hand-making steamed dumplings. And you can imagine like these steam trays in this cold, rainy day just pouring. And all of us sitting there and having that meal. To this day, I can't have a steamed dumpling and not think about it. And so for me, like I always tie food back to that. So I do love sushi and it's delicious. But I think that I always kind of tie it back to those yes. trips and those experiences. So cool. Kayla, that was good, wasn't it? I know you're watching. Um, and, okay, what is your favorite color? Green, because it's the color of my car. Okay, okay. Um, it, where is one place you would like to travel that you have never been before? Uh, the next one, Iceland, probably. Okay. I've never been there. Okay. Favorite Disney character? Oof. Your girl dad. I am a girl dad. Probably either have to be Mirna from Brave because we're Scottish or Mulan because it's Chinese. Yes. We love it. Okay. Um, Let's do what would be a good one? A fun fact about you. 
that no one knows. No and you know, knows. and I ask you that because he's a very open book. We have found that out. And so like you can ask him anything and he'll answer it. But what is a fun fact about you that you would like everyone to know? Some people know it. I know you know this one, but most <laughs> people haven't heard yet. That for about a year, I was a ballroom dancer. Yes. How cool is that? I mean, I'm not going to make you do a move, but if you want to do a move, I would be open to it. <laughs> if you come in for an interview to be part of the Rogers team, we can talk about it. What? Hey, take a, take him up on that deal. Come in here, and he'll teach some ballroom moves, ballroom dancing moves. Okay, so back to um, thank you for sharing a couple yeah. of those items with us and getting to know the real you and you know, what, what is something, if we found you on the weekend, what is something you'd be doing? What are you doing on the weekends for fun? I'm always outside. Um, I love, uh, like, lumberjacking on the weekends, right? Like, yeah. cutting down trees at the house, making firewood, uh, saving up to get a sawmill so I can do that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, I love hunting, anything like that. But I'm usually outside. Okay. About anything like that, working around the house. Okay. And, you know... You know we're very goal-oriented around here, and I know you are as well. So what is kind of your number one goal right now? What are you trying to achieve in the next six months? Next six months for me is a thriving plumbing team here at Rogers. Yes, plumbing. You guys, we yeah. offer plumbing services. If you didn't know, now you know. And as of this week, we offer plumbing services in North Carolina because of my license. Let's go, Tim. Right? So if you're in North Carolina and need plumbing, you call us in electrical. We can do electrical, too. Yeah, so that's exciting. So that's my path. So that was one thing that uh, I got to be a part of. I got my license this past year. So yes. I definitely think that's something I can bring to the team immediately, and we can see some huge growth. Yeah. And so if someone wants to join the team... What should they do? If they walk in the door, who should they ask for? And what can they expect when they walk through that door? Oh, they can ask for me. Yeah. Know? And if I'm not around, ask for anybody. I mm -hmm. will say that is the greatest thing about having such a beautiful office and having a great location. You know, and if you come in the afternoons, you might get free popcorn. I have <laughs> learned that. That's been my favorite surprise about Rogers <laughs> is our main man, Kenny, makes a mean popcorn. And yes. I don't have to go to Sheets for my snacks that I can just go get popcorn. Yep. Um, I haven't gotten tired of it yet. I don't think that that's going to happen. I'm pretty excited about it. It doesn't happen. And he's always um, reinventing the popcorn. And you may find new flavors and stuff throughout the year. So it's pretty right. cool. And what time is that usually, Kenny? Like 3 o'clock-ish? Yeah. 3 o'clock. 3, 3.30. So you stop by between 3 and 3.30 and you can get some warm popcorn. It's here every day and it's super good. Thank you for spending time with us today. Absolutely. And thank you for allowing the community to get to know you a little better. I can't wait to see the amazing things you do at Rogers and help with the continued growth and providing opportunities to, to people in our community and beyond and providing that excellent five-star customer service experience every single time when you call us. And you know, as all of the listeners know, I always end the podcast with one question. And that is, if you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be? I had, I had thought about this. I'm really tied between two, but I'm, I'm going to go with Mike Rowe. Okay. A huge fan, obviously close to the trades. I think he's done an amazing job taking his platform and helping grow it, showing the importance of the trades, people learning about it. He's just a down-to-earth guy. Fun fact, uh, he actually wrote back to my dad writing him an email when he started Dirty Jobs. Cool. Uh, it was, it, to me, it was just like a, wow, like this is somebody who's like 
takes it seriously, actually took the time to respond. And I thought it was so cool. That's awesome. And, you know, again, thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Tim as much as we're getting, uh, enjoying getting to know him. And you're going to see him around a lot. And I've said it over and over again, but you are going to see him around, and he's going to be doing great things. So make sure that you come in and you participate and you get to know him when you see him out. Like, walk up to him. He's a very approachable guy, very social guy. So I know you're ready to get to know him. And... Um, yeah, just be prepared for amazing things in 2024. I'm excited. Yes, let's go. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye.